You are listening to the Indie Game Development Podcast Show, sponsored by Curiosoft Kids Games and the letter E. Visit the Indie Game Development Podcast site at www.indiegamepod.com. Thanks again for listening to the show. This interview is inspired by a quick meetup at the Game Developers Conference. I'm here with uh, at GDC at the Independent Games Festival, um, and with me is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Andrew Fisher, and I'm one of the co-founders of a small uh, mobile game and game technology startup called Lightning Toads Productions. Sure. And um, what game did you do? Our game is uh, 3D Lawn Darts. And why did it? Why do you think it got nominated? Uh, the game was nominated because of the uh, camera motion detection technique we developed and implemented for it that allows you to use any phone with a functioning camera to play the game so that when you throw a dart you actually throw uh, without letting go of the phone and that throw motion translates to the dart throw and lets you play the game entirely with just by moving the phone. Um, what inspired you to develop for mobile? We just developed for mobile because both of us, uh, the two founders and uh, one of our workers, we come out of a research lab background actually at the university. And there I worked on a lot of high performance computing projects with very large machines, uh, vast amount of resources. But the projects we were doing were so big and the work has to be done so fast that optimization is everything. We, we work to squeeze as much as we can out of the platform. And mobile was intriguing because it's very different that the devices are very small. They're very low end. You can't do floating point calculations if you want to be realistic. But the idea is the same. You have to squeeze every bit of performance and power out of this device that you can. And so a lot of the same optimization techniques that I was learned and developed and were familiar with apply in the same ways. Um, what inspired you to use the camera as compared to just using, say, a keypad or something else in terms of designing your game? Another reason that we got into mobile is the same answer to that. I love mobile phones because of the features they have. I mean, you've got a device in your pocket that weighs a few ounces, and you, it fits in the palm of your hand, and they have, they have screens. A lot of them have 3D graphics accelerators. They have cellular radios. They have Bluetooth radios. They have cameras. And the, no, the list just goes on and keeps growing. And whenever we make something with a phone, we love to use as many features as possible. And we've done projects where the camera is used to take images and skin, skin textures. But that's, that's pretty basic and a well-anticipated use of the camera. But uh, since it's so common and motion is I mean, it's a popular thing right now, thanks to Nintendo and their Wii, it was a way for us to take a game that made good use of a simple motion and bring it to all of our development devices, or at least as many as we possibly could. Do you see um, computer vision, then, as something that's going to be really powerful for future mobile games? I mean, something that could really add to the, to the media? I think it is. It's going to play a large part. It's, it's growing now. Um, I, I personally love accelerometers. I love working with them. They're, they're a brilliant design. They're a great idea. But for reasons that I honestly don't know, they are not trickling down to mobile devices. And it's, there are, there's probably a handful. I can think of three off the top of my head that have them. And they're not, I don't know if they're even sold in the US yet. So using that as another method of input is just, it's, a, it's very useful. Microsoft's next version of Windows Mobile is going to include a substantial amount of camera motion detection for simple tasks, just because you're almost guaranteed for, a, for your phone to have a camera. And so in the near term, I'd say three to, four, three to five years out, it's going to be a large part. 
Um, was it extremely difficult to develop for, since there's so many different phones, to develop for the cameras on each of these phones? I mean, how'd you go about doing that? Of all the features we worked with on a mobile phone, the camera was the most frustrating. And it is actually not due to implementation. There are some implementation difficulties, uh, especially between the various platforms like Windows Mobile and uh, Java. But it's their minor. Once you figure them out, you're OK. You, you can deal with them. As you just have to be intelligent about how you design and how you program. The biggest problem, and I have to give kudos to Microsoft here, because once you do have access to the camera, you're free to do whatever you want. And they, they, the OS gives you access. On Java, most of the time, the carrier will interfere with your use of the camera in one way or the other. There are artificial locks placed in the system. And there are handsets where when we activate the camera, all sound in the app will be killed. And that sound will not be, you cannot restart it or use the speaker until you turn the camera back off. And so it's factors like that drove us insane. So are you guys thinking of developing another camera-based game? Or what are your thoughts in terms of future games? <laughs> we are actually looking next to develop a more of a high-technology demo using a lot of the things we develop for some of our games. Because we, d we have a lot of interest in working with partners, either publishers or other developers who love designing games, but are wary of some of the technical challenges of high performance games. Uh, we do a lot. We have a, our own engine that we develop for mobile. That it's an in-house thing. But we, like, we license it to work with publishers and ourselves, the engine and our expertise to co-develop. We have a full uh, three degree of freedom physics engine with sweat volume collision detection that works entirely in fixed point and compiles down to a very small jar size on Java. And as much as we like working with games, we have a lot of fun designing Lombards, we are not game designers at heart. It's the technology that drives games that really interests us. And so we love partnering with somebody who has a game design idea that they're really excited about and wants to bring it out to a lot of handsets and have it take advantage of handset features, and that's what we really like to do. We like to work with them. So do you have like a system or some kind of API kit that other developers can just pick up and actually start developing? Yes. Yep. We have a basic API that lets us that lets people use our tool set for the development, specifically in the areas of uh, the 3D graphics portion, the 3D physics or environment portion, you know, the math based, a lot of those tools that make it easy to use. We have a it, a kind of a general purpose porting framework. It's not as detailed as something you'll see from, say, Glue Mobile, where their goal is to get 95% of the handsets out there. We basically took a baseline and said, below this baseline, we're going to ignore these handsets because their screens are so small and they don't have cameras, they don't have even the Java mid 2.0 standard. If they're below that, we're simply not going to bother because there's a limit to the type of games you can do there because you. The, cam the phones don't have all these features we love. And so that gives us a smaller range to hit, but it lets us hit all the high-end ones, relatively high-end ones, that look visually a lot more fun. Um, what's the site that people can go to to maybe check out your API kit? Or sure. Uh, the site is lightningtoads.com. That's one word. It's the word lightning and the word toads. It's something we came up with, and it gets people's attention, so we use it. And so that's where you go if you wanted to learn about our API, our platforms we support, and what it's like to work with us. And I'll also give a pitch to our publisher, Concrete Software. That's one word again, concretesoftware.com. And they're the ones at this point who we have pushed our games to market through. They've been really a pleasure to work with, especially in mobile when you need access to a lot of devices. Um, where do you see mobile games going? You know, can you talk about either cameras being used in the future or multiplayer, stuff like that? I think, this is my personal opinion, 
Uh, right now, mobile games have really they've kind of plateaued, at least in the U.S. at the moment, because we've really kind of run up against the current distribution models, and they're kind of at the limit. And the limits what developers can do with devices. So it's it's a tough time right now. But much like the stock market, when it's a tough time, if you can weather it and build up during it, when it opens up and grows like it will, uh, the Korean and the Japanese markets are showing that it does open and it does continue, uh, you're positioned to do really well. And I think in the future, you'll see games just using as many features of the phone as they can, especially uh, the connectivity, you know, gaming with your friends. That's why we like using Bluetooth for local multiplayer. Cellular, as the cellular networks are speeding up and opening up, you can do a lot of over-the-air you can do over the air real time. You're getting to that point. It, it's really not there yet, but we're getting close. And that'll be really exciting. And what's your favorite mobile game, aside from your game? That is a tough one. I Let me think about that for a minute. I really, uh, the uh, game that won the, uh, in our category, there were three nominated for the innovation in uh, augmented design. Uh, the winner there I really liked. Yeah, it's a GPS game. It's tag-based. It, but it also includes a social aspect to it. So there's more than just the use of GPS. Really, any game that takes a phone, looks at all its features, and uses them. Um, another good game that I've seen, and this one also uses the camera, although in a different method than ours, it requires much higher end devices. It's a simple tilt game. You have a ball in a maze. You tilt the phone, control the ball. And that, again, is just like it's using something on the phone and really making it a clever idea. And that's what we love. Thank you very much. Thank you.